Welcome to the milk bar. 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 Welcome along to episode 707 of the Milk Bar. Jason Forrest here with you as ever. And coming up on the show for the first time in 2023, uh, we'll be hearing from Second Truth as we find out about their first single and what else they have coming up in 2023. We'll be hearing from Stairbridge Pantomime Company ahead of their production of Robin Hood and the Babes in the Wood, which will be on the Stairbridge Town Hall from the 21st through to the 28th. Also on top of that, we have a chat with the TWS Sports Podcast team's Adam Melkichip. He'll be along to let us know what's going on in their latest season of the show. Plus, we'll be finding out about the Wolverhampton Film Festival and a special showcase as part of the Wolverhampton Literature Festival. That's all coming up on the show this week. the 21st with the 28th of January, Stairbridge Town Hall becomes Sherwood Forest. To tell us more about Robin Hood and the Babes in the Wood, I've got David, Hattie, Jonathan and Tom. Hello, gang. Hi. Hi, Jason. Right, first of all, who's going to tell us more to begin with? David. <coughs> I was going to say, it's Jonathan. volunteered. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, I'll go for it. Okay, so um, we're obviously Stairbridge Pantomime Company. Um, been performing pantos in Stairbridge for many a year. Uh, we are back uh, in two weeks with Robin Hood and Babes in the Wood. Uh, a fantastic uh, panto that stays very true to the story of Robin Hood. And we're very lucky to be joined by Robin and Marion uh, on, on this uh, call today as well. Uh, so yeah, two weeks to go. Uh, we're very busy in rehearsals. Uh, I'm sure Jonathan will share the ticket information as we get to the end of, of this. Uh, but yeah, come see us. Yeah, okay. So now, now I need to know who's doing what. So Jonathan, you, you're just selling tickets? No, no, I am also Friar Tuck. So there I'm we go. My that... best Irish accent and giving you my best Friar. <laughs> that should be good. So, David, what is your role? Um, I'm a very convincing dame, so I'm Nurse Nora. Okay, and the beard will help with that. Uh, there, the beard now will go. We've got to guess which one's Robin, which one's made Marion here. Uh, Hattie, I'm going to I'm going to guess that you're Marion. Yes, I am. I'm made Marion. <laughs> That's all good. And Tom, this means that uh, for this role, you're going to be uh, uh, having a, a good time and able to stand up compared to the last time we spoke about you being in, sh- in a show. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I can't wait to be uh, on my feet for this role. I'm still really looking forward to that. And green tights are plenty. It is going to be an interesting time. And uh, I mean, Tom, you're going to have some good fun in this show and you're going to be the start of the comedy, but you, you probably don't get to have the best gags, do you? Because that's going to fall with, with the nurse uh, that we've got over there. Yeah, yeah. To be fair, we've got quite a, a lot of comedy in the show. And I just want to give a big shout out to all the cast, really, that um, are working really hard in rehearsals and, and they're just guarantee a, a great night. Or afternoon if you come into a matinee's entertainment. So uh, yeah, there's lots of comedy, lots of great songs, lots of dances, and just fun for all the family, really. Yeah. And uh, with the uh, Hattie uh, playing Maid Marion, obviously, I'm, I'm going to guess that uh, hopefully in this day and age, Maid Marion gets to stand up for herself a little bit more than has sometimes been portrayed <laughs> in the past. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think she's quite a, a good character because unlike sometimes they kind of take a bit more of a backseat, but Maid Marion's quite tenacious. She's quite headstrong and she stands her ground and doesn't let uh, doesn't let all the boys just have the fun. No. And uh, as a, a friar, uh, when it comes to it, Jonathan, you've, you've mentioned the accent already, uh, but uh, you, you've got an, an interesting outfit on stage and uh, that's going to be fun in itself, <laughs> isn't it? 
Yeah, well, I did give uh, all of the binge eating over Christmas a good go to try and avoid the fat suit. But uh, despite my best efforts, the fat suit will be required. Uh, I've got a very fetching brown smock that I'll be wearing as well. So it's all glamour in my department. This and year. and you've, been, you've been at the gym working on the calves, so they, they look good in the Absolutely, definitely. <laughs> that works. Uh, and again, David, I mean, obviously, as, uh, as a nurse, uh, have you been doing a first aid course just in case there are people who do split their sides with laughter? Uh, absolutely. I mean, I think I might steal that uh, joke for um, when I first come on stage. That, that's good. Uh, yeah, I'm a very, uh, un, you know, an estated um, dame. Um, I'm, you know, six, six foot five, so you'll lose me on stage. Uh, but yes, uh, I'm trying to bring the glamour as, as the guys will uh, back me up. <laughs> Definitely. Absolutely. I think we're all slightly worried by that, to be honest, but uh, <laughs> it is about having a good time. And, and Panto is such good fun, and this is the time that Stabbridge do their thing. And I, it's nice that we've, we've had Christmas. It's that point in the year now we've got to pay the bills for Christmas, but actually forking out a little bit of cash to put a few smiles on our faces is going to be a brilliant way of cheering ourselves up into 2023. Yeah. Yeah. We have a great network of friends from doing Panto, but the main thing and the main reason is the smiles we get from the audience um, and just the excitement. So it's definitely worth it. I know before I joined the Panto, I used to always come and watch and I used to think this is the worst bit of the year. There's no Christmas to look forward to. There's no New Year. All the Christmas lights and the decorations have come down, but you've kind of got that little thing to look forward to at the end of January. Get yourself out the rain, get yourself somewhere nice and warm and have a good laugh with your friends. I think Panto is the perfect way to do it at the end of Jan. And when it comes to it with uh, the shooting arrows, Tom, uh, have you been practicing this? I mean, are, are you now an archery expert? Yeah, I have. And uh, a little spoiler, I, I hope that some of the audience members have been practicing too. Okay. Uh, so uh, we might need their help and their skills. So We're make intrigued. sure you get practicing if you're going to come and see the show. Okay, so that, that's something to check out for. But I mean, when you are playing Robin Hood, you've got a large number of people who have played that role and uh, have, have, have been built highly for it. I mean, Michael Prade, uh, there's, there's, uh, it stands out for me. For, when I was growing up, David, you're of the same age. We saw that at Robin Hood Sherwood every Saturday, Sunday night, didn't we? So, you know, uh, he's got a lot to live up to here. Yeah, no yeah. pressure, no pressure. Yeah, and 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 then of course there's the film. That was Kevin Costa, wasn't it? The film back in the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Scary parties. Yeah. It was before at least three of you were born as well. But there we go. <laughs> uh, so it's it, it's going to be a brilliant panto. It's Robin Hood and the Babes of the Wood. It is Stairbridge Town Hall, twenty first through to the twenty eighth of January. And I think at this point we throw over to Jonathan to tell us how we get tickets. Yeah, absolutely. So tickets are available uh, via CT. So the website is ct.co.uk forward slash SPC Robin Hood. You can also visit our Facebook and Instagram pages and you'll find links plastered all over our posts there. So um, please use those links to come and uh, visit the page. There's 10 performances in total. Tickets are selling really well. So do snap them up as soon as you can. Um, it's going to be you know, a great week of family fun, entertainment and a few magic surprises as well. Well, it's a great venue with a great cast. And I, I know I know that because the talent I can see on this call is absolutely awesome. And then there's even more of you as well. Yeah. There is. Yeah. yeah we've we've got um you know from, from the uh, ensemble to the dancers, the principals, we're all one team and uh, we all uh, excel in everything that we do. So um definitely it's a great show. We're very excited for it. Well, I, I'm excited just to the concept of it, let alone the fact that, you know, when, once it gets going, everyone's going to be there through the roof, having a brilliant time and making the most of 2023 with the Stairbridge Pantomime Company. Have a great time, break a leg, and I look forward to seeing you on stage at the end of this month. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks. Thanks.
Having formed in 2021 and releasing music in 2022 and beyond, Second Truth are doing their thing. They've got a brand new single out coming to it towards the end of this month. And I'm joined now by Ethan Bradley and Samuel Hurley. Hello to you both. Hello. How are you? All good here. I hope we're finding you well. Now, Sam, you are lead guitar. We know that much. Ethan, you're half of the singing team. Tell us more. Uh, the other singer in the band is called Erin. Uh, she's amazing. Probably better than me. Uh, but, uh... Plus your advice because you're dating her and have been uh, since about halfway through the band's existence. Uh, well. I'd say about halfway. Uh, maybe, yeah, That's I suppose, right. yeah. It's a bit of a Fleetwood Mac thing going on. Yeah, so, so, but how, did, how did that one come about? I mean, obviously, uh, the, the, the band got together, you've all been mates for a while, and then love blossomed. I suppose, I suppose you yeah, could yeah, say that, yeah. Got, oh, that's sweet. We Just each other way before we even got... Yeah, we, we'd known each other for a while, me and Erin, and then mm-hmm. kind of thought we should start doing music together and then kind of became a thing and then obviously everything else followed. But it means when you sing a love song to each other, it's actually got some meaning to it as well, even yeah. if it's a bit of an indie rock yeah. anthem. Yeah, true. It brings a uh, different stage presence, I suppose. Yeah. Okay, well, tell, tell us a bit about the, the sound itself then. It's a it, difficult uh, one, really. Question. It's <laughs> it's always difficult to answer it because we, we don't really have a sound at the minute, but we have uh, we, we have influences that we can go off of. Yeah, influences is a good start. Well, um, well, I know I know Ethan likes Arctic Monkeys quite a lot. Like, yeah, um, Arctic Monkeys. I think they were, I, I love them as a band. I, I'm not sure they, that they bring that much to our music. Like if they like add like if I take anything from them, um, I think with us it's hard to pin down specific influences because we have such a range of songs and such like. Yeah. The, the genre of our songs are so different. It could okay, be like... So, so but you, you'd be more indie rock than anything else, though, aren't you? Yeah, I think so, yeah. I think if you had indie to classify rock. it, that would be that. that yeah, would, I mean, I mean Sam, Sam's got the hair for it. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> okay, so, uh, first single came out, what, November time last year? Yeah. yeah. And November 11th. And, and from then, obviously, there's been gigs aplenty. And and how do you describe, you know, to, to your audience when you when you when you got a booking agent on the phone, what to expect? I mean, because it, it's pretty high energy at times, isn't it? Well, yeah, it 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 boils down to essentially we, we want to go beyond where we are right now. We're just we're quite local with Birmingham at the minute, but we want to see where we can get ourselves this year. That I think this year is uh, going to be a big one for us. Yeah, we, we want to go. We want to go all the way, and I think high energy is the right term. I think that's what we want. No one yeah. wants to go to a gig and just stand there like really awkward in the corner. You want to, you want to let yourself loose, and you want to have a good time listening to some music that you can you jump like around to. You know what I mean? But I mean, do do you have something that you class as your look as well? Is there like a, a guideline for the band? Okay, you will have long hair and and uh, wear black most of the time. Or is 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 that how you, have you sort of got a handbook? <sighs> I think we we kind of do have a look, but we just don't know what it is. Yeah, I think it's not it's not a purposefully chose look, but I think there is one. There is there is uh, a look. Just, it's just not, it's it not came around. Yeah. Out it's of not nowhere, like, I suppose. It's like all makeup and stuff. It's just kind of it, it kind of comes about with a, kind of our generation and the kind of styles that we're into. It kind of 
And a second was made of hair conditioner, that sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course. So it's not a rock and roll. Is it does not allow for split ends. So uh, obviously that's a challenge in itself. Okay. So the the music's there, and you've got what two singles now with the second one coming out uh, in the end of this month. Uh, yeah. So so what else can we expect as far as an album goes? Wait, there album. has been talk of one, but um, as far as finance goes at the minute. That's the tricky bit, isn't it? Getting recorded. But I mean, songs wise, though, I mean, you've got a fair few songs together, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's more EP. I think we'd be looking to release a a full length album first. um, Mm, Because you've got to put the feelers out there. And you know, everyone's going to react. That's the thing is, releasing an album, you you have to build a certain level of hype around you so Mm -hmm. it goes down well. Because otherwise, you could release it and it could just sink. So you, you're building that hype. You're going to uh, have probably then have a, a release. And at the moment, I suppose you're putting your music on Spotify? Yeah. 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 Well, it's everywhere, every streaming platform. Everywhere. Okay. Um, Apple Music, iTunes, same thing. iTunes, Apple Music, <laughs> Amazon Music, YouTube, Spotify, everywhere. Okay, give us all the socials then so we can find you. Uh, Instagram is at Second Truth Official. Uh, Facebook is just Second Truth. Uh, I think our Twitter's... Um, Real second truth because second truth official was taken. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, they're all a very similar things. Yeah. And basically, you're looking for second truth, and and people can start yeah. adding you guys from the band as well, and you'll you'll follow. Yeah, yeah, of course. There. Uh, so uh, we're going to take a listen to a track. Which one are you going to let us have? We'll, we'll have my girlfriend's vampire. Yeah, I think definitely vampires. The uh... vampire yeah. It's the one to introduce people to your music. We will do that now. Thank you, boys, for joining us. Have a brilliant time. Have a great time. I mean, it's going to be a festival season, which you're going to be huge at this summer. We know that. And we look forward to hearing more from you as you head through the year and checking out that new single at release date on the 28th. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you very much. Thanks for having us.
The TWS Sports Podcast is about to return for its latest season to tell us more. I'm joined now by Adam Millership, the man behind the organisation that helps the kids get involved. Hello, sir. How are you doing? Hello, Jason. I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm all right. So good, good to catch up. Happy New Year and uh, ahead of another season. Yes, happy New Year to you too. Yes, yeah, so we're back this um, this month with season six of the podcast. Can't believe it is season six. It seems to have kind of been only yesterday that we started and we've already done five seasons and we're back with the six so it's it's been incredible and i can't wait for the listeners to, to hear the podcast and for the students to create more episodes so yeah lots to look forward to yeah because i mean there's six season on which means we've you've been doing this what that's two years now isn't it yeah so we're coming up maybe two years this april i think mm-hmm. and of course the the lineup of uh, presenters has evolved a little during that time and it's, it's about giving those opportunities out so uh, give us some of the background to technical school for those who don't know it already yeah, so Technowood School is a school for autistic children and young adults. Um, so we, yeah, all our students are autistic. And as you mentioned, we, we try and um, we'll set up this podcast initially to, to help the students with their communication and confidence and social skills, which is something stereotypically autistic individuals find quite difficult. And as you mentioned, we've had lots of hosts. So I think we're on our, maybe our ninth or tenth host now. So Tom... Tom has been with us from the very start, but apart from that, we've had a few dip in and out and a few have tried it and maybe not quite enjoyed it. And, and some have really flourished and enjoyed it and wanted to do more and more. And um, yeah, so our hosts will rotate and um, as students, because there are older students, there are sixth form students. So as they kind of naturally move on and leave school anyway, um, we'll get new students in and, and help develop their confidence and communication skills. So it's, it's a revolving wheel really. So hopefully as many students as possible can get involved and them. Um, learn and develop their skills. Oh, but they can continue past the age of 18 because of the nature of Technowood School itself. Yeah, so, yeah, I think they leave us possibly in the 1920 and um, go on into further maybe work experience or um, support of living or, or hopefully into further education or some job role. So we work hard with our students once they leave Technowood to make sure they get into some sort of employment or um, something that will suit their needs because sadly not all of our students will be able to access employment, but we do fight hard to try and get them into some sort of support or, or give them the right care and, and help the needs post seven day, post, sorry, wrong school, post technical. <laughs> so, I mean, if it does turn into uh, uh, something which they would then want to progress with, again, it's that support that's there and it's about having opportunities. And in many cases, I, I suppose they, they hadn't even thought they would ever do anything like this because they may not have had the equipment or the time to be able to set this up on their own. Yeah, 100%. And Again, from my point of view, when I start, when we start this podcast, I've never really listened to a podcast or, or definitely not hosted podcasts before. And it was something that the students have never have heard of, never listened to a podcast ever. And now Tom, who's one of the hosts, who I know you know Tom quite well, once he leaves Tenel, he wants to go into the world, world of media. He wants to do a podcast. He wants to um, do something within, within media. So we've kind of set him up with these skills and this enthusiasm for, for media and hopefully once he when he leaves the school then maybe it's something that he can continue or, or develop something of his own i know the other students as well have, have really taken a really good passion into into this and have enjoyed speaking to the guests and learning about the guests and learning more about podcasting so it isn't just a half hour interview whatever it is it's, it's a lot more goes into a podcast the research the editing the interview the conversation we have as a team of, of myself as a teacher and them as students of, of who we're going to speak to what questions we're going to ask what research we need to do so there's a lot more that goes into it that um 
people and myself and probably the students didn't know about. So obviously it's been a learning curve for everyone, an absolutely brilliant experience. It sounds amazing and uh, having heard episodes and uh, the, the highlights that we stick out on WCRFM as well. I mean, that always helps too. And it, it's good to know that there's uh, that opportunity there. Uh, having had a, a little read of your uh, set of uh, who's been involved and, and what's gone on in the last 12 months as your end of year review, I mean, it shows what an uh, amazing time the students will have had bringing all that together. And again, it's, it's been fun being part of it and uh, coming along to the school and doing it outside broadcast last year and we've had the, the, the guys into the studio to actually co-host a show that sort of thing so that's all worked really well uh, but who have you got lined up for us to uh, to hear their chats with as we head through the first season of 2023 so yeah we've we're lucky enough we've, we've recorded quite a lot of episodes already so our first episode is released on tuesday the 17th of january and that is with sam allardyce so former football manager managed england bolton west ham newcastle everton um, so he's our first episode. He was a really, really interesting chat. Lots of highs and lows of football management. So obviously the, the main one is probably the high of becoming England manager. And then he very quickly lost his job due to um, things beyond his control and, and investigations into, into what has happened previously. So he talked a lot about losing the job of England manager um, and how that kind of affected him mentally and how, how difficult he found it. So that was a really interesting interview. Um, we've also spoke to Michael Flynn, who's the Warsaw manager. So a few few football managers this 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 season. Mm-hmm. And Michael Flynn again was brilliant. He invited us down to Warsaw, so we went and spoke to it in person, which again for our students to go and see see the football team training, go and be involved with the first team and chat to them, and then also interview the manager it was an incredible experience. Um, so quite a lot, yeah, quite a lot of football actually. This we've also got Charlie Nicholas, um, former Arsenal Sky Sports pundit. Um, Don Matteo played for Liverpool and Leeds footballers. We've got quite a lot of footballers, but people in the pipeline as well. We've also got uh, Chris Tremlett, so former England fast bowler. Uh, Liam Davis, local boxer. I think he's the probably the Commonwealth champion. I think he's definitely British champion. I think he's the Commonwealth lightweight champion as well. So um, he's from Telford. So hopefully just down the road from us. So hopefully we might be able to speak to him in person. So yeah, lots of interesting interviews coming up and. Um, Hopefully, we'll expand and get some different sportsmen and women on from a variety of different sports. Yeah, I would say it's it's always well worth a listen. I know that Tom enjoys his rugby players when he has a chat with them as well. And uh, you've covered a large number of sports, and uh, it's been uh, interesting seeing the side of things. And also, some of the celebs you've spoken to away from the world of sports, but with a sporting influence, or some of the ties in with Technol Wood School and its ethics too. Yeah, so we obviously it's a sports podcast, but as you mentioned, we do delve out sometimes out of sport if if we feel that it's right for the podcast. So probably our biggest one was Paddy McGuinness. Um, so Paddy is obviously a, he's a very big sports fan and hosts things like Question of Sport and, and Soccer Aid and things like that. So he has a lot of interest in sport, but he's also got three autistic children. So it's really interesting to speak to him about autism and speak to him as a parent of autistic students because autistic children, because lots of our um, listeners are parents of autistic kids. So it's really interesting to hear his point of view and his thoughts and what it's like to to live with three with three children with autism so yeah it was really really interesting speaking to him um so yeah we're always happy to get some sort of celebrity that's not necessarily sports related on and speak to them about autism or, or their career in general so yeah mainly sports but yeah we do delve a little bit outside of sport if we feel it's necessary 
Well, lots of interesting conversation to be had. Uh, so it's released each week on a Tuesday. Give us all the details on where you can find it for the podcast, as well as, of course, tuning into the uh, the edited highlights which appear on 101.8 WCRFM at about 10 past one. Yeah, so you can find us. We're available on all, on all podcasts, so Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, everywhere you get your podcast from. And we're also very um, heavy on social media, so you can join us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Um, we have a YouTube channel as well. So if you just simply search TWS Sports Podcast, we're, we're bound to come up and we would love you to give us a listen. Absolutely. Give it a check out, find out what's going on each week and enjoy the amazing stars and the, I think, interesting sort of down-to-earth questions the students come up with because they're always something that's a bit better than the journos come up with, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. so we do have some inter- interesting questions. We spend a lot of time um, thinking about questions. And yeah, we do try and ask different ones because you're right, these sportsmen and women get asked the same questions over and over and over again. So we do um, have some random ones that we throw in to, to maybe make them think a little bit outside of their sporting career. Um, Alyssa, especially, Alyssa's brilliant at coming up with with random and, and different questions that make them think in different ways. So yeah, um, it's just a sports interview, but maybe with a slight twist. So always worth a listen. Adam Elichip of the TWS Sports Podcast team, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Jason. Twenty twenty three sees the return of the Wolverhampton Film Festival. Tell us more. I'm joined now by Aaron Kapoor. Hello, sir. Hello there. How are you doing, Jason? I'm good, and I hope we find you well in this uh, fine new year. And uh, looking forward to uh, another film festival showcasing the talents of our city and beyond. That is indeed correct. So, on the fifth of February, we have the honour and privilege to be saying that we will be bringing the Wolverhampton Showcase, courtesy of Wolverhampton Literature Festival. So it's Paul part of the Literature Festival with the launch, and this is where you begin the showcase of some of the amazing movies that have been brought to the screen. And we're really looking for Wolverhampton-based artists who are putting work together uh, so we can see what they are doing and really highlighting our city's talent. That's absolutely correct. So the whole um, idea, the whole point of the Wolverhampton Showcase is to amplify filmmakers and those associated with filmmaking from Wolverhampton as a platform for them. Um, Because one of the reasons we started the whole festival in the first place was to amplify the city and what is within the city Mm -hmm. in terms of artists, creatives, as well as bring a bit more. So, like I said, as I mentioned previously, we'll be uh, headlining the final act for the Literature Festival. Okay, so the literature festival is going to be where you find out what's happening. Then will there be uh, a weekend of screenings and uh, a full festival later on in the year? Yes. So just to touch back on in terms of our uh, showcase. So our showcase is on the 5th of February uh, and it'll be held at the Arena Theatre mm-hmm. um, from around 6pm to around 10.30pm. Um, so it'll include a networking option um, as well as some, like, some local filmmakers and local films, etc., um, and the tickets can be reserved um, via the Arena Theatre website, which you will find if you click on the Literature Festival website, you'll, you'll be able to reserve from there to make it a little bit easier. Yeah, but arena.wlv.ac.uk will give the box office a call on 01902 321 and you can get in touch with them directly, or as you say, through the, uh, the Wolverhampton Literature Festival website as well. Which is correct. Um, all the, pers- all the, the tickets are either maximum £10 or if you wish 
or you're not able to, you can reserve a ticket completely free. It's completely, completely up to the choice of uh, each individual. But I believe that the seating capacity is only 100, so you'll need to get your tickets uh, fairly quick as we've only got couple of weeks left, I believe, yeah. Not far off now, and it's about three weeks away for the festival itself, and uh, then, say, you'll have your full film festival later in the year. So if somebody wants to be part of that showcase, I mean, are you doing a look back at the winners and the talent that we saw in last year's competition, and then wetting everyone's taste buds for this year, or can we get extra people in too? Well, 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 that's a very, very, very good question, because we have got a film that we have chosen to be part of the World Showcase, um, which, funny enough, was the film that won the best award at our festival. Mm-hmm. So we are ideally looking to bring... The, in fact, we have got two award-winning films from our festival, both from or associated with Wolverhampton. Yeah. So at this current moment as well, if there are already filmmakers those involved in film, whether short film, music video, even animation, if you have something, by all means get in touch with us because that's the idea of this showcase is we want to we want to amplify the the creatives here. Well, there's a huge pool of talents out there. We know that you proved that last year. We're looking forward to seeing what comes and we will talk about it towards the event itself later in the year. But for the event for now, the showcase is taking place as part of the Wolves Literature Festival. Uh, your event, as we said, was on the Sunday night. It is the fifth. Tickets via the arena, arena.wlv.ac.uk. 01902-321-321 is the box office number. Or as you said, you can get there through the Wolverhampton Literature Festival website as well. But you're looking out for that showcase. So so what time does it all start again? The times will be from 6pm till 10.30pm. Mm-hmm. And in terms of a breakdown, you'll have from 6pm to 7, which will be networking, an opportunity to engage with um, um, anybody in attendance, which will be yourself. So whether you're a filmmaker, a, food, a film physicist, or just an everyday person that has been in attendance to the Literature Festival, you have an opportunity to engage with each other. And we will be giving out a little surprise be before the screening and then from 7 till 9 p.m will be the two hour slot of films which include short films music videos animation and then beyond that from 9 p.m till around 10 30 p.m will be another opportunity to network and engage with each other discuss what you've just seen and come have a chat with us and as well as um ask a couple of questions to some of the filmmakers that have submitted or in attendance the idea for us is to build a community in Wolverhampton from so, all walks of life. And so this is a good opportunity for somebody who might be thinking about entering the film festival later in the year to really find out more about it, have a chat with the people behind it, talk to those who have been successful in the past, and then see where we move on from there. And uh, have you got uh, Wolverhampton Film Festival on the socials? Yes. So if you... If you go online, um, we have an Instagram page and a Twitter page and Facebook page. So... If you type in Wolverhampton Film Festival, you'll be able to find um, us again through Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. So check out the details there. Most importantly, though, be part of the Wolves Literature Festival and the showcase for the Wolves Film Festival at the same time. Ankapur, thank you for joining us. Most welcome, Mr. Ferris. Thank you very much.
That's it all for this week. Thank you so much for joining me back with episode 708 next week. I'll see you then. Ta-ra for now. Goodbye from the milk bar. 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 Yeah. Goodbye from the milk bar. Yeah.